Hey everyone, it's Tony. It's David. And we're two dudes talking Disney. That's right. We don't even bother trying to do it in sync anymore. This social distancing thing is crazy. Yeah, it's it's uh it's getting old, you know. Yeah. Uh, we here we are we're we're you know seeing a large rise again in numbers. Uh currently, there's no estimated opening reopening date for Disneyland and a lot of people think that Disney World is on a countdown clock to closing again. Oh, don't go saying that because I hope to get there at some point. Um, but the big news this week is that all four of the Walt Disney World Resort parks are finally open. Yes, they are. And uh, crowds have been very sparse, as expected. Um, but it, it's good. that It's nice to see the magic back. Yeah, you, you, I feel like, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel is there. Right. We just don't know how long that tunnel actually is. Right. You know. Could be a very, very long tunnel. Right. But uh, there is there is hope at the end. And, you know, whether it's six months or two months or a year, at, at some point we will we will get back to some semblance of, you know, normal, even right. if it is kind of the new normal. Yeah. And, and, you know, I hate to say it, but you could you've seen already. I mean, Universal, SeaWorld, Legoland, they've been open for a while now. You know, Disney's just reopening. And it is. It's slowly starting to kind of come back up. Um, it's it's a lot of fun to look at the app and look at the, the times right now. You it know, is. Hey, you go online and you look and you see Space Mountain with a five minute wait, or you know, uh, Tower of Terror so far has been the longest. I saw them have a sixty minute wait, which seems to be the longest I've seen yet. But, I, uh, I saw I saw seventy minutes for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway yesterday. Ooh. I took a screenshot and I meant to send it to you and uh, I neglected to do so. So my apologies, but I do have photographic proof. That is. Yeah, it is. It's it's been a, it's pretty exciting, you know? Yeah. I mean, anytime you you log on to the app and you see like a five or ten minute wait time for flights of passage. Yeah, that's incredible. Right. Um, now, some of the big news coming out of the reopening is, you know, Disney originally said uh and people thought that we would start to see virtual queues because they used virtual queues when um, Rise of the Resistance was initially launched. Correct. And people thought that, oh, they're going to come back, you know, uh, this pandemic. It's going to be a great time to use virtual queues. Maybe do some of the queues like they do for um, for Dumbo, where they kind of gave you, you know, a little beeper like you're going to Chili's or TGI Fridays. And when that thing rings, it's your time to get on the ride. Uh, but Disney Disney came back and said, no, we're not going to utilize virtual queues. Everything is going to be a standby line. And wow. it's going to be a standby line with social distancing. And then all of a sudden they threw us a curveball at the last minute. And what did they tell us? Right. We're, we're, we're out. Well, we're back to some virtual queues. We're back to one virtual queue one. for Rise of the Resistance. Right. Um, so, you know, Disney with their typical last minute uh, mind changes. Um, but that is right now, I'd say the most popular ride. Uh, there is no wait time listed for it because it's all based on the virtual queues. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, some of the stuff that I do like that's come out of this, I, I do like the character cavalcades. Uh, I was always, and those are one thing that they used to run a lot of, you know, uh, I remember the one that used to be in Epcot. You had the, the double decker bus with all the characters on it. Right. Uh, you know, and I, I, I'm happy to see those come back. Um, you know, but it is, it's, it's, again, it's just nice to know that, that they're up and running. Right. Yeah. Um, almost all of the transportation with the exception of the friendship boats 
which is which are coming back online on the 29th of of this month uh, are up and running. So the Skyliner's running, the monorail, the buses. You can get anywhere you need to on property. Um, you know, you've got the NBA there, which is is causing uh, a little bit of a kerfluffle. Yeah, in the bubble. Yeah, in the bubble. Uh, hopefully that bubble doesn't burst. Right. Um, you've got Major League Soccer there, although a couple of teams have withdrawn from the tournament at Wide World of Sports because of COVID-related issues and concerns. Yes. Um, but otherwise, you know, the resorts are up and running. Uh, there's no international cast there in Epcot, so kind of weird to see the pavilions manned by, you know, non-native, uh, you know, members of each one of those countries. Um, but you know, in time, like we said, that, that will come back eventually, yeah. hopefully. And I mean, so far there's been kind of, I guess you'd say tone, right? What would you say? There's been two big news stories, uh, about park operations over the past few days that have been released. Well, um, we, we say two stories, but it's two it, stories, each one of them with multiple parts to it. Uh, most of it, not good. Right. I, well, it depends on your view, you know, which one, do you want, which one do you want to hit first? You brought it up. I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you take the lead. Okay. So, uh, some news out of Epcot. You know, we knew. I shouldn't say too. It's not like earth shattering. We knew. You know, kind of going into the COVID that they were going to do some cuts. You know, some things were going to have to be shelved or put off. So, um, you know, the the first thing that we've noticed that was put off was the refurbishment, the reimagining Spaceship Earth, which I am actually happy about. You know, I think that's a. a a good thing because Disney's track record of reimagining attractions is not that good. Um, well, I, I will agree with you. And it's not even the fact that, you know, I'm upset about what they would do with the reimagining, but so much of that park right now in the front part of it is under construction Right. that I, I, I don't think you need to take something else away. You've taken away the fountain. You've taken away the shop. You've taken away the restaurants. Uh, you've taken away, you know, uh, the, the beauty uh, you've taken away the fiber optic sidewalks. Yeah. I, you know, a, a, and now you're going to take away. Literally rip out our heart. Right. Right. Spaceship Earth. And this was supposed to be an extended downtime, too. This is a two and a half year refurbishment. This wasn't something that was going to be ready in time for the 50th anniversary. This is, you know, I, I don't want to say they're going to rework everything, but they're supposed to put in new animatronics and clean everything and, and put a new storyline in. And uh, it, it just would have been. It would have been a lot for a, a lot down for a long time. So I agree with you. I'm glad that they did not uh, follow through with this. Yeah, that was kind of the. And again, we kind of knew that was coming because, you know, the the date of which uh, the, the the refurbishment was supposed to start came and went, and it was still on the IOP. It was still listed as an attraction, so we knew it would be delayed. But now we have the official word that the project is in, is shelved indefinitely, and uh, staying in Epcot. You know, uh, we know that a couple other projects have been cut. The Mary Poppins attraction, which we really didn't have a lot of info on to begin with, that was uh, that is now completely shelved. Right. And, and you know, my my thoughts on that was it was supposed to be called uh, Cherry Tree Lane. Uh, that is what they were calling the project. Uh, from some of the workups that I had seen, it looked like Cherry Tree Lane where the Banks's house was. Uh, that's the family that Mary Poppins worked for. And in my mind, all I can see is that they would have added this lane and then put a, a, a gussied up meet and greet. Right. You know, I don't see there's no real room for an attraction uh, for a ride. 
you know, a couple years ago, they had talked about a Mary Poppins spinner, uh, kind of like a Dumbo type ride. Um, But then they came up with this Cherry Tree Lane, which was announced at last year's D23 Expo. And, uh, you know, we never got anything other than the announcement. We got a a poster uh, announcing it, but no real details. So, um, you know, is this done for good or is it done just for now? Um, I'm hoping it's done just for now, uh, you know, but I, but I do think it's going to be a number of years before some of these projects are even touched again. And by that time, will all the Mary Poppins buzz be gone? Right. And, you know, one of the things that I was afraid of was I was really hoping for classic Mary, not the, the sequel Mary. But mm-hmm. I think because the sequel Mary was fresh, that's what you were going to get. Right. And, uh, you know, but again, it's it's now a project that's shelved. You could add it to the long list of projects that are shelves, uh, shelved in Disney. Right. So who, who knows? Will we ever see it again? I don't know. Let's let's just go put this next to Beastly Kingdom, can, can yeah. we? Right there. And then uh, another one that uh, this is where the dudes, you know, part ways, if you will. I'm okay with this. Tony is not. Uh, the final cancellation of the Epcot reimagining is what they were calling. What were they calling it? The was it being called the Festival Center, or what was it being called? The um, it was the multi-level Festival Pavilion. Yes, and it was supposed to go kind of behind Spaceship Earth where the fountains were. And it was going to be, a, you know, exactly what Tony said, a multi-level platform. Uh, that has now been scrapped, which, you know, too bad they ripped up the fountains. Right. Uh, you know, that's who knows what's going to be there. Uh, but that is now shelved also. And I, I think it's a good thing. I don't like the idea of a multi-level platform in the middle of the park. Well, what it was supposed to be was a, a plaza level uh, on the ground level, a middle level, which was going to be like a festival center. It was going to be indoors. And then the top level was going to be green space. So it was going to be like, uh, uh, based on the artist's conception, like a seating area, like a like a park almost. Um, it was supposed to be a great place to watch the nighttime spectacular from whatever show they're they're doing in epcot um and the middle level the enclosed level was supposed to become like the festival center so we know for the past i don't know 10 12 years they've been using the um uh wonders of life pavilion uh for a lot of the festivals you you go for food and wine you would go into the old wonders of life and there'd be cooking classes and demonstrations and vendors well since they're now going to be using that for the new play pavilion uh, they needed a new space to central to to be central uh, for the festivals, and I think that's what this middle level was going to be. So they're going to lose that. They're going to lose that space. Um, I think what you're going to end up with is, you know, th- this multi-level pavilion, uh, if you will, is is of such scale that it's not the type of thing that they're going to go back and revisit once Epcot's reimagination is complete. Yeah, this one's uh, off the books. Yeah, I, I think what we're going to end up with is maybe where the footprint of that pavilion would have been, you get maybe the the park that would have been on the top level. Right. You know, um, so I kind of liked it. I thought it was a little imaginative. Um, when you look at the artist's conception, looking down at Spaceship Earth, I thought it, it fit thematically uh, looking at, at Spaceship Earth. Um, but, you know, now we'll, we'll never get to see it realized, which is kind of sad. Right. I just, you know, it, it again, it was something that was kind of, it wasn't really, other than them taking the fountain away, it wasn't really well underway when right. this whole thing happened. So it makes sense for them to cut it. Yeah. But that's the thing that kills me is they did so much demolition 
you know, between club, between club cool, uh, you know, all of the intervention stuff that is, is gone. Um, uh, you know, the fountain. And then like, right after they started ripping everything down, Oh, here comes COVID, you know, and unfortunately it, it, it puts a, a wrench into the works. So, you know, I'm sure when it's finished, it will look nice, but I don't think it's going to be of the same scale that they originally wanted it to be. No, no. And so, no. so those are the changes that are in store for Epcot. Yep. Um, that's not the only park that is has gotten some bad news this yep. this week. Uh, the only park that seems to be good is Hollywood Studios. They they were the only ones safe, and I will say safe for now because you never know when that Disney hammer is going to drop. Uh, so today Disney confirmed. Um, that two attractions in the Animal Kingdom will be closed permanently, and those two attractions are the Rivers of Light and the Primeval Whirl. Uh, Rivers of Light, you know, David's been once. I think I've been t- once as well. Um, started out, it was supposed to be conceptually this nighttime spectacular for uh, for Animal Kingdom, and it was supposed to be the reason that the park stayed open late. It was supposed to be a reason to bring people into the park after sunset. And it was this large uh, show with water projections and lasers and, and boats and spirits of animals. And it was it was grandiose. And none uh, of that ever happened. <laughs> uh, it happened for a short period. It, it yeah, took a it, long time. They missed their uh, original debut date uh, by maybe six or eight months. Uh, and then when, once the show was up and running, it ran for maybe six months, would you say? And, and, and then they took all the people out of it and the boats had no people, uh, anymore. So they removed the human element from the, from the, from the attraction. Um, of course it did not reopen when the parks reopened last week, uh, because of, uh, they're not doing the, uh, nighttime shows or fireworks or anything. Uh, so that just kind of dies with a whimper. Um, now, another attraction that's had some some up and down time uh, over the past year or two is Primeval Whirl, which is in Dino Land uh, in the Animal Kingdom. And that was a, a mouse coaster that had a rotating seat uh, or seat platform. I guess the whole car moved. Oh, yeah. It was the easiest way to describe it to people would be think of a teacup on a roller coaster. There you go. I like but that. the teacup action wasn't engaged for the entire ride. It was only like the second half. Right. Uh, and the, the and you had no control over that teacup. Correct. Uh, the the cabin spun utilizing centrifugal force, so it was just another element to the ride. Personally, I enjoyed Primeval Whirl. Uh, my wife, not so much. Um, you know, even though I don't like coasters, I would kind of like getting on there with the family because it's seated four. Yep. Uh, you know, and and it wasn't where you were all seated behind each other. You were kind of seated in a semicircle. So it was kind of fun to watch everybody's reactions. Um, but it, you know, it, it's had some maintenance issues over the years. Uh, the company that created the ride, uh, I believe, went bankrupt four or five years ago. So, you know, I don't know how much of uh, that comes into play. But uh, it, it would be interesting to see what they do with that spot. Are they going to knock it down? Are they going to replace it with something? Uh, perhaps we need more carnival games there. Yeah. And, and you know, I hate to say it, too, but... Uh... Primeval World did have kind of like a uh, a kind of a sad history, you know. I I believe too there was a, a maintenance worker, you know, uh, killed on the ride, and I also think too that um, 
you know, the, the company made several of those attractions for different parks around the world. And again, they they have a very poor safety record with the, the attraction. So it was one of those, you know, Disney's version was was better than the other ones. But, you know, with the history of the, the company and the fact that it went out, it makes you know sense why they would close it. But again, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great little ride. You know, when when Animal Kingdom was young and they added Chester and Hesto's Dinorama and made a great little, you know, niche ride in the corner there. So it, it, I, I'm sad to see it go. I do like the, as they call them, mouse roller coaster mm-hmm. type attractions. And I hope that something replaces it. Right. And yeah, this this was this was during that period when Disney was doing a lot of uh, uh, they were buying a lot of their rides off the shelf. Right. And it, it seemed like Imagineering was not really doing much development you know they did theme it to dinosaurs uh so that's got the disney touch but the ride is you know like dave said it it exists in other parks around the world so it's it's nothing that was specific to disney or was any type of imagineering breakthrough um so uh you know rest in peace primeval world i will miss you yes uh and, and then the last uh announcement from today is that over in the magic kingdom stitch's great escape will be closed permanently now, we've known for a while that this was was on its way out. Uh, it had been moved to a seasonal attraction maybe a year and a half ago. Yeah, it's been it's been a very long time since it's been, you know, and, and it really was replaced with the Stitch meet and greet in the, right. the pre-show area. And then even the pre-show element was kind of removed recently to add the Stitch meet and greet. So th- mm-hmm. this is one that nobody is surprised about. Right. And, and back in March, they actually filed a permit to begin interior demolition of the attraction. Uh, rumor has it that we might be getting a Wreck-It Ralph themed ride for that space. Um, but that is not official yet from Disney. So uh, time will tell what we get there. Yeah. And again, you know, that's that's a, a area of the park that's constantly been, you know, it was Mission to Mars. It was the, the Alien Encounter ride which Alien Encounter we should probably do a show on because that right. in itself is a, a tremendous story. So, um, you know, again, uh, the Wreck-It Ralph theme has always been a, a very heavy rumor in that attraction mm-hmm. spot. Right. Um, and so that's pretty much all the news from around the parks related to closures. Um, and then we got some Cruise Line news today for Disney Cruise Line this is actually. I talk about. What's that? This is the part I don't want to talk about. Okay, Um, (laughs) so the CDC has extended the no sale order on cruises from U.S. ports through September 30th. Um, There had been a ban previously that was uh, supposed to expire on July 24th. Um, The CDC director has cited ongoing coronavirus outbreaks on ships as the reason. Uh, Now, that's not really that big a deal because... Disney Cruise Line and other members of the Cruise Line International Association had already voluntarily suspended cruising through at least September 15th. So, um, you know, there's going to be no no cruising through at least uh, October 1st now. Uh, So, you know, those people who might have a cruise in November around their birthday, uh, they need to, uh, you know, they need to start worrying because I think they already are worrying. It's very, very possible that they will not be uh, be cruising during the rest of the year. But uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll get some news soon. Me, too, at this point. <laughs> Sweating it out. That's right. <laughs> Boy, I'm, I'm sure your travel agent's a little nervous for you yeah, as well. He should be, too, you know. He is. He is. So, yeah, that's uh, it. Uh, 
you know, what do you got coming up? Anything, Tone? Uh, I have nothing coming up. Yeah, um, I have just... a trip to Maine next week. Excellent. Well, Maine, you know, a cabin in Maine. That's about all we got. Yeah, well, that's pretty safe. That's about as socially distant as you can get. It is. It really is. So uh, we'll be on hiatus while Dave is gone in Maine. Of course, yep. we only re- we only record about once every five weeks anyway. Yeah, so for, uh, I know, and we got to get better at it. The COVID really. We started to pick up right before the COVID. We did. So we'll blame COVID for this. So uh, that's our show. Uh, hope you enjoyed. Until next time, I'm Tony. I'm David. And, and we're two dudes talking Disney.